We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 58 of Married Millennials. We hope all of you enjoyed your Mother's Day weekend. I know we did. Yeah, but it's funny. I was talking to a friend on my way home from Mother's Day, and she was like, Justin, you and Justin for real go your separate ways on Mother's Day. And we do. Yep. I, I, it's not even a second thought for me. Well, the thing is, and Joy vetoed it again this year, is I want to do a combined Mother's Day. You do want to do. Yes. See, I didn't really, I don't, I didn't knowingly veto it. Yes, you did. Because my mom said something. She was like, we can do something together. I definitely said it. And you're like, <laughs> oh, right, no. Well, next year. This is what exactly what Joy said. You guys do things differently. My mom would want to do that. I didn't say it like oh, that. Oh, Joy. But it is, it's true. This like is you the guys, second year. No, but this is the truth is you guys are foodies. Yes. You're big. My mom's not. Like, she's just not like you. My mom is like me with a sensitive stomach. So it's like. We go to lunch. You act like we're sitting here going to this five-star gourmet know, dinner. Okay, we're going to have a seven-course meal but what I'm where saying, they're feeding us caviar, okay, snake, But let me tell duck. you this. Let me tell you this. For Mother's Day, for my mom, food can't be the main focus. And it's always the main focus for Mother's Day and Father's Day for you guys. Correct. So that's what I'm saying. It's like food cannot be the main thing. Yeah, it can be. No. It's, it can be a part of it. We can, it can definitely be a part we, of it. So for us, we went down to, to San Diego to Seaport Village. And we went to a really nice restaurant and, you know, had a view of the water. But then we were able to walk around Seaport Village, go into the shops, take some nice pictures by the water, and just enjoy the overall experience of it so that's what i'm saying is it can't be okay we're gonna go to brunch and then that's it yeah well i've always been a fan of doing something else we try to do something else again not just sit and have food and go home right but we couldn't think of anything else <laughs> exactly <laughs> so we defaulted and that. that's the other thing is that so for you for us it's three people and then you guys is six Correct. So you go from a party of three to a party of nine, which I'm not opposed to, but I think we need to get a little bit more creative if we're really gonna if we're really gonna combine it because I would like your mom and my mom to have like the best time. Yeah, they would. They we, would have. We, a had, good time. we did a good job on the Disneyland one. Disneyland yeah. was great. It was good, but Joy vetoes it. So she's saying all this to say and coming I with all these excuses. I didn't veto it, but I'm just saying. And also, oh, this needs listen, to be like this. I'm still waiting for this Costa Rica trip. I have one sibling to work with, and and if we talked about it yesterday. Dates finalized. The dates are finalized? Yes, we can talk about it Well, thanks for, for letting me know. I appreciate it. You just know now. <laughs> the, the world knows I'm now. so excited. Yeah, we finalized. We talked about that yesterday. Okay. And if you would have been there, <laughs> you would have been in the conversation. Yeah. But no, you vetoed it, so now you're getting this, the information secondhand. All right. Well, I'm excited for Costa Rica because I'm dying to go. I, I You know, I, we've talked about this before. I have the travel bug. I want to travel as much as we can before we're parents. And yesterday was a thing for me. Oh, my gosh. I kept thinking I'm going to be a mom and then I'm going to celebrate Mother's Day. I mean, it's so bad. And I, I was on the phone with a friend and I said, honestly, in my, in my head, I'm like, no babies. It is not time. But in my soul, I'm like, just do it. Just do it. Like, it's just I'm I'm having a very head and heart. Uh, I'm having a head and heart debate. I just... And I don't know why. And I'm trying really hard not to. And I still feel like 2019 is it. 
2019 is still it. But I just, I could do without feeling this way <laughs> like a full year and a half before we even plan to do anything. But then maybe actually it's a good thing because I'm warming up. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a plan. If you're trying to have a child, if we are trying to have a child in 2019, you're pregnant for nine months. Right. <laughs> so it could be very possible. It's very possible that we could start trying in 2018. So I wouldn't say a year and a half. That is. I don't see us starting to try. Time. I just see us like not actively preventing. But I don't see us being like, okay, I'm ovulating. Let's <laughs> let's let's jump on in. No, we can't do that because you're just so awkward and ridiculous that even the thought it would and be idea very technical of you having this conversation, I'm already highly irritated on what it would look like. I'm like, no, stop. This is over. We're done. Yeah, I I don't think I would actually enjoy that either. No, like, you, it would it would be the absolute worst. Yeah, like you, I would have to know when I'm ovulating and not let you know. Correct. Yeah. And then we're just, well, we would have to come to an agreement and saying, okay, we're going to start trying, but we're not going to sit here and knock. Okay, it's seven thirty <laughs> on my peak ovulation day. We must have sex now. No, but you have the language day. Because, <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you because the way you would go about doing it would just throw my whole vibe off. Yeah, you'd have performance issues, which you're trying to tell. No, me. there's no performance <laughs> issues. I'd be highly irritated by your whole state of being. I know it. I just know how you get when it comes to these. You'd be Yes. Me. When it comes to little little situations like this, you just become a lot. And it's it's hard to react to. <laughs> yes, that's fair. I, I, I'll give you that. I think, But I think that's the case with a lot of people. If you talk to people who are trying or who have been trying for a long time, they kind of say, like, sex just becomes kind of. Yeah, but that's, and that's what I'm yeah. saying is I agree that we need to come to a decision mutually. Mm-hmm. About, okay, let's start actively trying for a family but once that happens just you know when it is like okay let's let's do it but i don't want to make a big shebang about it well okay well you'll let me know when that's ready no we will decide when that time well i'm not gonna let you know (laughs) yes we will decide yeah it's not a, a one person decision and then i shall be a mother or a mommy do you call your mom mama mommy? You, mama. You, you say mama, yeah. Yep. M O M M A. Mama. Yeah. Not the M A M A. Dad about this because I call him dad and daddy. You, n- I've never heard you say daddy. No. Never. Pops. Did you ever call him daddy when you no. were younger? No. It was always just dad and pops. Pops. It was dad when I was so younger. So pops is your term of endearment for your dad. Yeah. And mama is your term of endearment for your. Because yep. I feel like if you if I say mommy or daddy, it's more like I'm saying like I love you, mommy, yeah, or I love so, you, daddy. So childish. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's vulnerable though. It's Agreed. like a place of vulnerability and love for your parents, and it's only for them. I don't have anybody else that I call mommy and daddy. <laughs> don't make a joke. <laughs> I really don't though. So it's just you know I I don't know I like it. I I love my parents very much, so I'm very blessed to have both of them. Yeah, it's indeed a, a great time. And so we enjoyed enjoyed our so our celebration yesterday, which was nice. Had good food, watched the game, and then we just sat and hung out and talked in the backyard. It was really nice. It's a good Mother's Day. So you want my mom to have food and watch the game? <laughs> I said this is what we did. Your mother <laughs> know, was not there. But that's what I'm saying. But but I know that that is definitely your mom was probably totally cool with that. Like of your course, mom loves sports and yeah. Yeah, my mom knows how to kick it. Right, but I I would like to do some big combined thing. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get out. there. We just need to plan ahead of time. 
If you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, our fifth episode with Blavity dropped last week. It's available on their Facebook, actually, and the link is in our Instagram bio. We talked about our experience moving in together, (laughs) which was... it wasn't all that dramatic. No, it wasn't all that dramatic, but I don't want to ruin it. You guys can go listen to hear yeah. our story. But we felt one way about moving in together before marriage, and yeah. we did things a little bit differently. But we both benefited from doing those things differently. Yeah. And it, and it worked out. It just wasn't the plan, is what it was. It wasn't the plan. I feel like nothing in life ever it, goes to yeah. plan. Uh, I wouldn't say that. There are some people who have a very detailed plan, and life definitely happens. Along that plan. But, they don't but there's always a, a wrench or a deviation. I was going to say, you might get to the destination, but you might not get there when you thought you'd get there or how you how thought you got there. Yeah, so life is just funny that way. I, I, I'm enjoying my experience as an adult and just kind of seeing where life takes me. Having a goal in mind, but just kind of rolling with the punches. Yeah, I've gotten a lot more... A lot more patient when yeah. it comes to that. I mean, and Blavity is one of those things. That partnership, it's not like we were like, we're going to partner with Blavity. That's very like, true. We had the opportunity to do so, and it's been a r- wonderful experience. And so please go check that out. Like it. Share it. Tell your friends all about the Love Jays. We'd appreciate it. Guys. Justin was gone again this weekend. We've talked about this. Justin has been working for, he had a block of 11 consecutive weekends where he was just working. And it is now complete. Hallelujah. I get a full weekend for the first time in almost three months. Yeah, I'm, I'm also excited for you. But Friday night, Master of None had dropped on Netflix, which uh, this is a show that Justin and I have watched together. We watched season one together. We're going to watch season two. We have a friend who's in it. So, you know, we like to support. I was sitting here on Friday staring at season two (laughs) of Master None, not clicking play, but just like, I could could probably watch this. He wouldn't know. The problem is Netflix tries to catch you up. I feel like Netflix works against you because they let you know what you have and haven't watched. And you can't like erase your cue. Like, hey, can you act like I haven't seen any of this? (laughs) Like none of it. It would be like watch or like, you know. Continue uh, episode two. Exactly. Just has all the history right there in front of your face. Then I was like, maybe I can watch one episode and let him catch up on the one episode because that's the thing about Justin too is that if he doesn't watch it with me more than likely he he won't watch it on his own and catch up correct you did watch dear white people you yes, finished that i finished that yeah entire series by myself yeah proud and, I, and in I, two settings in two, oh, two sittings two mean. sittings yeah you actually yeah you did a good job binging but those episodes were 30 minutes very true i think master of none has short episodes too though if i remember I don't correctly believe it's 30 minutes. well i don't know it's been a year since i've seen it it's not like i could watch it this weekend you act like that's my fault <laughs> that it just came out on friday <laughs> and i was out of town how are you gonna how, how dare you blame i don't know me? how it's your fault but it's your fault you weren't here so i blame you I was really, I mean, I was considering, and I posted a story on uh, Snap or on Instagram, and people related to my struggle. I got a couple messages, and then I got one that said, don't you do it. He said, you bet not. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's love. I don't even know who sent that. I'm going to have to go yeah. look back on our Yeah, DMs. you do. I'll tell you after. That's love. Yeah. <laughs> it's disrespectful. Yeah, I I mean, I, I considered it too. I'm not gonna lie. Did you? When we when, when I, I was, was home, gone on yep, Saturday. When I was home Saturday night, and I finished Dear White People, I'm like Master of None season two. I, was, I bet you Joy watched it, and I was on my profile, so uh, I didn't know. I'm like, let me just go ahead and click play, 
I'm like, no, I shouldn't click play. You click play? I didn't. Okay. Did you click play? No. Oh, I'm I did. I went to because I had to search it. It wasn't popping up. You know when you open it? Oh, normally mine was, was immediately like, yeah. right on the header. Master of None season yeah, two. Yeah, mine was some comedy thing. So I actually went and searched it to make sure that it was there. So I had to like do all the work to get to season two. But I, I did that that work and then stared at it. People have said Netflix cheating is so real in relationships. You get for real upset. Like, I, I don't even know what that I is. I don't get for real upset. If it's a show that it is we watch together. a little together, bit. Like, it's a little disappointing. Yeah, I was just like, well, damn. Thanks yeah. for not considering that I wanted to watch this with you. Yeah. Thanks for disrupting our bonding time. That's what it is. I think that's kind of where it, yeah, it, it's, it's bonding it, It's our time. bonding time. And you just said, to the wind with it, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want because I'm a very selfish person and I'm just going to watch TV by oh my myself. Gosh, it's not that serious. Oh, it is. But I, every, I also, I've told you this. I like watching TV on yes, my own. Yes, every I really time do. I come home, Joy has the TV on. Are you guys like that? I've gotten better at having it I've not, gotten better. not bother me as much. But there's something about, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And maybe this is just me being strange. But I'm not a fan of coming home every single day and the TV's just on. Uh, I, maybe it's just when I come home, I want to be protected from the, the sensories of the world. Probably. It's like I've been bombarded all day. And like now when I get home, like boom, I'm bombarded again. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy watching TV and shows are good. I don't know, but I think I want to be in control of when that information hits me again. Granted, Joy beats me home, so there's nothing I can really do. She gets that, that piece because she's often home before I am. Right. And that's funny, too, because sometimes I don't even turn the TV on right away. I'll give myself like a 15, 20 minute buffer. Just to sit and and relax and be and and let the day settle in. Like, okay, I took the dogs out. I just want to sit and relax for a little bit, collect my thoughts. And then it's like, okay, let me turn the TV on. And Joy doesn't watch TV at a volume that any respectable human (laughs) watches it at. Literally, when I say blast TV, blast. Joy. Can you not hear? You will, I was like, turn the volume down. Volume 74. Volume 58. <laughs> Why is this so loud? I got to hear what's going on. 35 max. My mom when does that, When you get to the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, we're not talking about a movie where it has all these sound effects and boom, the major action scene, things are blowing up. No. It's a standard Actually, TV show. I don't like to watch those shows loud, but I like to hear dialogue because sometimes you miss it. And I don't know what it is about me, but I genuinely don't like pausing things. I don't know what it is. You know, every time I get up, I remember I say, yeah, don't pause it. Don't pause it. I really don't like pausing. I like I like for things to be on within the allotted time. If it's a forty minute episode, I don't want to have spent fifty minutes watching it. I don't know why I'm that way, but I am. So if I walk away, I can still hear what's happening. Why don't you just sit down and watch the show? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. How, how about that? I don't want to spend 50 minutes. Well, great. Sit down for 40 consecutive minutes and you can watch the but show without pausing. But if I have to pausing. like pee or like, I want to go grab kettle corn, you got, that's another thing. I am addicted to kettle corn right now. That Boom Chicka Pop, it is so good. They need to sponsor our show. The pink Boom bag. Pop, no, it's purple. They have a pink bag that's something else. Okay. But the purple bag, it's like a lavender. It is kettle corn and it's so good. And I think it's... Since we switched over, we were doing it before we went vegan. Well, veganish. So stop saying yeah. that. Please. Before stop we that. changed our diet, I said veganish. Before we changed our diet, though, I think we had it, but I wasn't as enamored with it. But now that it's one of 
you know, it's a vegan. I know it's vegan. It has a little V on the back. And it's so, so it's like guilt-free eating. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm having a ball with it. But it is, I mean, obviously it has sugar. It is so good, though. That, is the, that is the best damn crack, popcorn on crack the market. Corn. It is great <laughs> crack corn. Yeah. We get the big ass bag from Costco too. Yeah, the one that's, for like that's five dollars. Way too big. Mm-hmm. And Joy and I will literally Destroy kill the whole bag in, in sitting. one sitting. Yep. Yep. That's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. We probably shouldn't do it, but yeah, we that do was it, definitely it. a plug that was not called for. But yeah. you're welcome. They're Boom, not a Chicka sponsor pop. of the show, <laughs> but it is delicious. Yeah. Look, last night I made a store run. We were actually supposed to record our podcast last night. Justin passed out at like nine o'clock. I couldn't get through it. I tried. I yeah. really tried to stay up, but it was not working. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the store and get some kettle corn. So it was like nine o'clock at night and I went to go get kettle corn. From <laughs> did the grocery you, store. Did you like, kill what? the whole bag? I almost killed one bag because I got, they were too small. Yeah, those bags. little baby ones. That's yeah. so whack. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I, I did some work. Well, you know what it was? I said I was sitting there and I was just munching, and I said, you know what? I feel like it's been about thirty minutes, and I've just been eating the entire time. Which, when that happens, you should stop every time. Yeah, I snack too much, or I should say, I snack too fast, so I can go through anything relatively quick mm-hmm. because I just you know, joys like you never enjoy it. You never enjoy your snacks. You just power through them. Yeah, you never like, enjoy <laughs> it. I was like, no, I do enjoy it, but I enjoy a lot in a small amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like sharing snacks with you because of that. You just you for every one kernel of corn I have, you yes. have seventeen. Because so. I do take a handful yeah. every time I go into the bag and my But even hands when are big. I take a handful, I eat one at a time. Yeah, nobody's got time for that. And sometimes I try to grab a really big handful because I know he's going ham. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just trying to get my share. As you know, the internet always wins, and I'm constantly spending way too much time trolling the internet. And I shouldn't say actively being a troll, just looking through yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, random things to see what's happening in the world. And the Bow Wow Challenge has been the greatest humor <laughs> of all time. But it's not a surprise to me because social media is all fake. I shouldn't say all fake, but there's a it's lot of people I think who people create are- a life. That is not what it's they're living. It's manufactured. Yes. And that's why I feel bad for him because he is a celebrity, right? Like, he has a different status that he has to uphold. <laughs> so, I I get it. I... I it's it just I honestly feel like it just sucks you got caught. Yeah. So if you because I don't really feel some type of way about him fronting because everyone does it. If you don't know what happened with the Bow Wow Challenge, he posted this photo on his Instagram with a Mercedes and another car in front of a private plane. Like, oh, headed to New York, and somebody was behind him on his flight and said, "Bow Wow <laughs> just posted this private this private plane photo heading to New York, and he's right in front of me on this plane out uh, here fronting. on this commercial flight. Yeah, on this commercial flight fronting." And the internet had absolutely no chill. Yeah. But again, what's cold is the Bow Wow Challenge is social media. I would just call it the social media challenge because I would argue right. that a fair amount, more than 50% of its users right. are out here front, putting living a life that is not I, the way they're living or I a manufactured would say life. It's 90 because even people who are living regular lives curate their Instagram. True. Like, you know, it might be like all these pictures of tea or whatever. Or you, have you ever seen those uh, Instagrams where the aesthetic is like very white? Yes. And every once in a while I get a feel from like, oh, this is like a very small studio apartment. You were using the same backgrounds or what, whatever. And it'll be like a cup of coffee here, a book here whatever but everyone is pretending that their life is so much better than it is 
everybody, even I, I'll never forget on my 100 days of happiness challenge. Uh, this is me being honest right now. So the 100 days of happiness challenge is you have to post a photo for 100 days straight about something that makes you happy or just, you know, post a photo, basically. <laughs> so this was Memorial Day of 2015. I look like, you know, hell hath no fear. Like, I just I looked crazy that day. Uh, we were going to throw some stuff on the grill. And I'm like, man, I need some pictures. All right, I need a picture. So I went and got dressed, brushed my hair. And I think I put sunglasses on, red lipstick, a cute little outfit, and then went and posed by the grill. <laughs> I, I was not cooking the food. I was not dressed. And I would not have gotten dressed because we were having a very laid back day. Yep. I mean, I just, and I just, I had to fake it for the gram. And I remember thinking like, I don't want to have to do this. And it's so funny because ever since that 100 days of happiness challenge, I'm, I'm not very active on Instagram and I, I, I want to be, I do need to be better about it because it is a way, it is part of our culture now. It is a way people need to check in, but I, I don't like having to fake it. So it's like, if I don't have a, even if I'm having a good time, sometimes I can't take a picture of a good time. No, you can't. Yeah. Because I want to be in the good time. Right. It's very difficult. So it's kind of like, how am I supposed to? Well, that's why I can't wait. We get to the point where we can hire someone to help us with our <laughs> right. social media. We're saying, right. I just need you to follow us around. And take some pictures. And take candid shots. And then you're like, okay, go ahead and post that. Because if you think Joy and I are going to sit here, I, I, I'm not a right. believer in ruining fun. And that's what, to me, social media yeah, does. Yeah, I agree. Is it forces you to disengage with the current state of being in what you're currently in. Right. The current environment, the fun. Like, oh, no, I need to stop. Grab a picture. And then you take a picture. It doesn't look well. And you got to take another one. Oh, this right. angle. Like, you're doing, sick? You're doing well. all of this stuff. And I'm like, man, you just <laughs> killed the whole experience. Yeah. Like, that's why you need a hired photographer. And then that's their job. They take the photos. They right. have fun. Like, I just want to experience and enjoy life. And I think that's the unfortunate part with social media right. is it has forced us to be less present in the present because right. we're constantly thinking, okay, we need to capture this and put it on social media so the world thinks I'm cool. I'm like, no, you're not cool. Right. Yes, you're, but you may have a really cool experience. Right. I, I've literally worked 11 consecutive weeks and have been in eight different states, and none of you guys would know that. Right. Because it's like I'm, I go, I enjoy, I, I enjoy my trip, I have a good time, right. but I'm with my friends, with my colleagues. And we're just hanging out. We're enjoying ourselves. I mean, I've been in Atlanta, Oregon, Seattle, right. Arizona, NorCal, San Diego. But my social media would never tell you that I was there, A, because I don't want you all in my business. And then <laughs> B, I was enjoying just being there and, and not having the world know where you're at. There's something beautiful about that that you, you lose. Now, when you go back 10 years ago, you can be anywhere in the world and no one would really know. Granted, you could yeah. update your Facebook status because that used to be a thing. Right. <laughs> and... And it was it was fine, but now that's that's no longer the case, and you got to let everyone know where you're at. It's just like too much. And I I I remember having a conversation with a, fr a friend came over who I hadn't seen in a little bit. And she goes, "How have you been?" And she goes, "Why?" Well, I, I guess I kind of know because of social media. And I'm like, "No, you don't. <laughs> I mean, no idea. You don't. I you don't really understand the enormity of of people's lives." based on social media. Social media is 5% of what their actual experience is. So well, didn't you say that's what the Kardashians said about the Oh, they, yeah, they show? said that's like 10% of their actual life. But everyone and who watches it. And you feel like it. you know their whole life. Uh, and it's just it's simply not true. So I don't know. I don't, I don't blame Bow Wow. 
No, I, I mean, ah, I, I do. Don't do that. Because listen, <laughs> you can't be. See, the problem is he didn't such say he didn't say this is my ride to New York. He was honest. He said I'm going to New York. But you, this it, is a photo. But you insinuated it's implied. exactly. It was implied, but it was never confirmed. It was. It was. It, it's yeah. a technicality. Yeah, I, no, it was definitely implied. You're saying definitely. you're on your way. I'm on my way to New York, and here's my ride and my plane, which essentially means that I, this is my means of transportation. Okay, but let me let me put it this way: if you're standing in front of a Bentley, right, and you pose in front of a Bentley, and you're just like Tuesday. Let's just say, right? People do that. I okay. know friends who have done that. All right. So Why? L- right. So let's say you do that. But then let's say you're posing in front of the Bentley and you say new whip. There's a difference between being like, there's a Bentley in the background of this Very photo. Very true. Or like, this is my car. Like, he didn't take ownership okay. of it. Okay. So that's what I'm saying is like, he did the, he didn't, he didn't straight up lie. He did the, He did what you do on social media. Okay. That's fair. I, I will give you that. I will give yeah. you that technicality. And there are people who do that. Like, why? Like, why are you posting in front of this Bentley? Because that you know is not true. Well, for him, he's a celebrity. Like, he has a status. No, I'm talking double. about the everyday folks. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm done. I'm done with Bow Wow. Yeah, I'm just okay, talking about, yeah. I'm talking about the everyday people, folks. Yeah. Oh, I'm out here whipping the whip, driving, stunting, flossing, knowing it's not yours. I but I think it's also that thing where I oh I compare every environment to high school, like work. <laughs> life it's just, you know it's a popularity contest you want to be popular you want to be liked you want to be adored and if you you feel like if you have the things that make you look cool then people will see you as the cool kid everybody wants to be cool it never ends uh, even people who go against the grain with trying not to be cool are inherently cool exactly <laughs> like you know it's just kind of like that that's you become Why? cool when you stop trying to manufacture a coolness of somebody else. You and become actually cool. You become cool. actually cool. And that's yes. what happened with me is once I started pre- – Are you saying you're cool now? No, I'm not even saying <laughs> that I'm, I'm cool, but I stopped pretending to try to be cool for other people or follow follow the trends and, and do whatever is needed to be cool. It's like, okay, this is me. I'm corny. I'm lame. I have my pockets yeah. of being funny, and this is me. Yeah. And sometimes you may look at him and say, oh, Justin's a pretty cool guy. Other times, like, Justin's lame as hell. And, I mean, it is what it is. If I'm lame as hell, if I'm cool, oh, well. Minus our friends. Our friends would say you're lame. Yeah, all of our friends yeah. would say that I'm lame <laughs> as hell. <laughs> so it's, but they play me. Exactly. That's all that is. But I don't know. I feel bad for Bow Wow. So, Bow Wow, we're here with you. We understand your struggle. And No, I don't understand your struggle because yeah. I don't stun on social media. But I understand what made him do it. Okay. And so do you. Don't try to be rude like you I'm, don't know. I'm not being rude at all. I'm saying what I don't do. <laughs> I took a, folk memori- a fake Memorial Day photo. I'll link it so you guys can see <laughs> all the work that I did. I think I put it in black and white because I didn't quite finish the look. Or maybe I didn't. I don't know. I, <laughs> is, I mean, it's really. I remember it's, the picture. It's trifling. Like, why did I remember being not disgusted with myself, but just kind of disappointed? Like, did you really do all that for one photo on Instagram? And ever since then, you've completely changed how you use social media. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> that was like when I tried to do the photo a day challenge. I was like, Mm-mm, too much. Don't like it. Yeah. I think I lasted seven days, if that, and I was done. Dude, that's what you tried to do? Remember, they, it was the, the photo a day challenge, and they had the different rules. You had to post a photo. Oh, okay. I didn't mind that. And that's also because social media has changed so much. It used to be fun. It used to. It wasn't about stunting, and we've talked about this before. But it, it used to just be about it actually about sharing and now it's about flexing yes exactly to each his own right you can use your social media how you like 
Just know that I personally may be judging you if you're trying to stunt when I know you ain't got it. But, hey, they do say fake it till you make it, so maybe you guys are on to something. Social media isn't all bad. I, I like social media. I think it has its place. I also really like YouTube. I will spend way too much time looking at YouTube clips. And one of the shows that I pretty much consistently watch on YouTube is The Real. And one of their topics this week was what do you do when you don't like your significant other anymore? Break up. <laughs> right. But no. I just, or it's not that black and white. It's not that black and white. And that's a man, that's a good question because we've been together for 10 years now. Gosh. Or not 10 years, but Almost you know, about, yeah. And I haven't consistent, actually, I've liked you. I think I've liked you and I've loved you, but to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. It changes. And I think that that is a misconception about love and relationships is that it's like a very linear. Or not even, yeah, a linear situation where you just consistently feel the same way about somebody for all of time. I don't know. I just kind of want to break that down a little bit. I And we actually just had a talk the other day. I said, do you feel like sometimes you love me more than others? And that's before I even saw that clip. And you said, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely peaks and, and valleys mm-hmm. of your feelings in a relationship. But going back to your original point of what do you do when you don't like your significant other, Again, it's not, of course, the simple answer is, oh, like, let's break up. I don't want to be there with you. But you have to go so much deeper beyond that. Why don't you like them? Are you literally feeling no liking towards them anymore or no care, or no love or no concern for them? Are you, do you like them, but you're ready to be single? Do you want to have fun with other people? Do you want to just be by yourself? You no longer want to be in a relationship. So right. there's there's more to what do you do when you don't like your significant other. You had so the the first step is to figure out why. What's the like reason? Them. Is because there were points that I would say all throughout college I liked you. I had a feeling and attraction towards you, but I definitely battled every few months of man. I wanted to be single. This is not the college. This is not how I planned on spending my days in college. college I thought yeah. I was like, hey, you know, I'll be single for a little bit. Maybe I'd be in a relationship. I was a relationship guy, so I knew I wouldn't spend four years single. But that was something that I battled with. And even, and even though I had thoughts of we need to break up, it wasn't a I don't like you anymore. It was like I still like you, but this is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely been times when you're like, I just don't like you anymore. And when that happens, you just have to. You have well, yeah, to when there's no reason and you're just like, I don't, I don't like you. Yeah, and that happens. And there's and there's I've definitely had friends who have I've had conversations with and it's like yeah it's just like and I'm done and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like when a when a woman gets yeah. to that point where hey you know what I'm just over you I don't want to be with you anymore it's it's a wrap game over yeah I you know I I think that but don't you think that there's a way to work through that sometimes there's a way so, to work to up up to a certain point right once you get to your 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 finish line you're like okay i really don't like you i don't care at all there's nothing you can do because you've checked out but there are definitely signs that led up to that point that you could have checked in and said okay well my feelings are starting to change why are my feelings starting to change is it something that i is directly involved with my significant other is there something that's specifically they're doing that i don't like Mm -hmm. and we can address it or and if you choose not to address it, then you get to that point. Right, that's your fault for not speaking yet. But we're good about that, letting each other know what's what. Well, at least I'm good at letting you know. I don't know if you let me know. Do you hold a lot of things in? For the most part, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, too. I mean, to me, it's 
there are things that are naturally you that I'm not going to change. And you've said that so many times, and I've even said it is, there are things in your partner that you cannot change. Right. And because you can't change those things, picking at it or making but a you show don't like of it, it enough, or you don't not like it enough to just one day wake up and be like, I don't, I don't, I'm not messing with you anymore. No, I don't. I don't think you can. You consciously made that decision. I mean, for marriage is a little different than when it's a relationship. Yeah. If you're just in a relationship and you're like, okay, this is really driving me nuts. Then by yeah goodbye i don't want to deal with it because right. i don't have to deal with it exactly. but once you got married you said okay well i'm going to concede to all the little things that mm-hmm. piss me off mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's nothing that i can really do to come to you and say, all right well i'm done because of these four actions well hell you've been like this for your entire life and now you're pissed off by these four actions there's nothing you can do right it's got to deal with this shit. I will say that when you are going through your extreme grumpiness period, which are you happy to report? That yes, you're on, uh, I'm still on my. Con- I'm on yeah. four weeks. Are we three or four yeah, weeks? Yeah, I think you're on four weeks. Four weeks of niceness. Yeah. We need to actually title it. <laughs> you need a chip. We need like a like a sobriety chip. Is that that might be no, insulting? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. What the like, hell? Actually, but I mean, but I I want to give you something as no, a reward. No, continue for being your really thoughts. Nice. But when you were extremely grumpy i did not like you like i was not really actually messing with you i was like nope like i didn't like and everything shriveled up i was like nope i don't want any i didn't even really want to hang out with you when you were around i was not enjoying it and i kept trying to tell you like hey you're not you're not you're not pleasant to be around no not at all and it is it sucks when you do love somebody but i think that's a little i don't think that's that's what that person meant when they asked that question it, I think it's a little different. I think they, they're they talking about when you wake up and you're just like, yeah, I don't like you. Like you're just kind of over it. Well, that's the final point. Yeah. If you're getting to the final point, there's nothing that so you can do. So then the answer is to break up. The then. answer is it's over. Yeah. Once you get to that final point. But there are times where people say, hey, I'm not starting to like, I'm, I'm starting not to like my significant other. And then it's okay, what stage am I at? You know, they say that when there's five stages of grief, there is. <laughs> There's five stages of me not liking you. Right. And so if, if you're, you're on, on stage, if like you're on two or stage three, five, there's nothing you can do because you have fully and mentally checked out. As I just were before Joy and I broke up, I was at stage five. I was done. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a complete, there was no conversation that could have been had. It was over. It was done. Joy knew it. I knew it. And we had to break up. Before then, throughout college, I had varying different stages of stage one to two to three, but then I got back down to one. So you were able to balance throughout college. And why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> you just look with so much anger and disgust. <laughs> I yeah. wish you guys could see your face. Because I want to go back to my <laughs> I want to go back to my eighteen year old self and just be like, girl, don't waste your time being <laughs> just so nice to this man. Like just go live your life. Yeah, I I mean I struggled. I was not I'm not saying here I was just the nicest guy ever in college. No, you I was were nice young, to me. I think it's hard when you just said like I didn't like you. You know, it, it's hard to really understand how things were. You were never mean to me or anything like that. No, it, you were, it was more of an internal struggle yes, for you. Yes, I was you, like, let yeah. me be clear about that. And I said it. I always liked you, but it was a struggle for me living a life that I didn't plan on. And not to say that negatively, it was I didn't plan on being in a relationship as soon as I got to college. 
Yeah, but I didn't plan on that either. I just think it's like a piss poor excuse. I understand. (laughs) You know what it is? At the end of the day, I don't agree with your feelings during that time. You don't have to agree with my feelings. They're my feelings. I understand that. But that's the look on my face. It's just just like, how sad for you. Like that you couldn't enjoy that. I really, that's how I feel. Like you're just... That's kind of pathetic. No, let me be honest. I'm I, young, and I just wanted to like sex with all the things. And then no, my wife came along and ruined it. Like, that that's is, all I hear. See, that's what <laughs> you hear. That's not what I feel because that would that would mean that I didn't enjoy our time together in college. Yeah, which was completely untrue because you were you my en- biggest part of you college. You enjoyed it for the most part. Yes, yeah. I did, but I I just had little pockets where I'm of like, okay of internal struggle that I had to decide. Okay, is, like do I, I mean you like this girl, but this is not what you want to do. It's like you're you're manufacturing a life that you thought you had. So I had to battle that as a young 18, 19, 20, and 21 year old, and I wasn't very equipped at how to deal with it. Right. So I was wrestling with those emotions. So I don't want to be cavalier and saying, "Oh, I didn't like you for three and a half years of our relationship." That's a complete lie. Right. And all of our friends would challenge that statement. Right. But I had these different. But that's also levels. how it comes off sometimes. Uh, well, if it comes <laughs> off like that, I apologize. Thank that's you. not that's not how. <laughs> It's supposed to come off. That's not even how I feel because, again, I liked you the entire time we were in college. I just didn't to like varying the, degrees. No, I just didn't like the idea of being a re- in a relationship the entire time. Yeah. It wasn't a, I don't like joy. It was I don't know if this is what I want to do. So I was battling that, and that's where I was saying I had the one, the two, and three, but yeah. I would slide back down. But eventually, once I got to the five, it was it was done. Yeah, and I felt your five <laughs> loud and clear. <laughs> Yeah. I was and, like, all right, I gotta let him. You gotta, actually. you gotta, you gotta let him ride. And so yeah. that's what the important thing when when you have to deal with. I want to say when you have to deal, but when you are in a relationship, you're like, okay, I don't like my significant others. You got to do a check in. Where are you at? And if you're not doing check ins, then that's already a problem in and of it, in and of itself because a relationship is not going to be perfect. It's not going to be, no. as you said, this linear flow of feelings. Yeah. Like I always like you. Yeah. Life is grand. Yeah. I'm going to love you the exact same every single day. No. It's it's not realistic. Yeah. I I think I would say the love is pretty consistent, but the like does change. For sure. Like I always feel and I feel a different kind of love for you too cuz there are days where maybe I'm not feeling super romantic love. Because you've been grumpy. That's what shrivels up when you're grumpy, really, is like the romantic love. It's like, I'm not trying to be kissing on you and stuff. Like, I'm not really going to enjoy that. But, like, I, well, it actually makes the friendship love suffer, too. <laughs> but, you know, like, there's, I think there's levels to it. You have your, you know, your romantic love, the friendship, or just like the appreciation love. Just, I appreciate you, you're rocking this out with me. Like, there are just so many different facets of it. I just, I think it's, relationships are interesting especially when you've been in them for a while because they do they evolve whether you want them to or not and so it's wise for you to evolve with them and that's why people always say grow with your partner because if you don't I think that can easily happen where you're just like I don't even really know who you are anymore and I don't like you because I don't recognize you and I also really like what you said about check-ins I I think that that is so important I think people get a little bit lazy when they're in relationships and just think they're going to be on their own or if there is a problem that it'll naturally come up and that's just not the case it's important to sit down every once in a while and just be like how are you doing what are your thoughts how you know it's like your yearly yearly physical yeah you get one free one a year and you just got to go and check hey everything may be fine but let me just go sit with the doctor and make sure everything's fine granted you hate our check-ins i'm not a fan of you resist every check-in it's (laughs) it's 
it's Why? The in, it's introspection, and you got to get into your feelings and I really sit. Though. And I'm not very good at that. Yeah, I've gotten a lot better. You have gotten better, but and I'm willing I will to have say those conversations. Now. I meet resistance every time. I have yet to get into a check-in where I will say that if if everything is fine, you're okay with the check-in. But if everything is not fine, you're very resistant. Would you think it would be not even the opposite, but that you would be How willing re- to go there? I don't think I'm that resistant. Justin, it's like pulling teeth. I'm just very persistent. So maybe you don't notice that I'm working very hard to get something out. But okay. honestly, our conversations could probably be a lot faster and and over a shorter period of time because I feel like our check-ins – tend to happen over days and sometimes weeks because <laughs> you're not opening up like you need to. So I'll just like, you know, kind of get a feel for where he is. He's not giving it to me. All right, I'll wait a couple more days. Get a feel. He's still not giving it to me. Wait a couple more days. Get a feel. Then he's snapping like, stop asking me questions about my feelings. I'm fine. Or maybe I'm not fine, but I'm going to say this snarky comment about how I'm not fine. And that's all I'm going to give you <laughs> instead of an actual solution on what I need, whatever. So it'll be two weeks later and we'll finally reach a conclusion that works. But it's like, this didn't have to be a two-week thing. This could have been a one-hour conversation. How do you been willing and ready to work through things? And it's never a good time. God, it's never a good time. <laughs> like, do we, we, we have to do this right now? I have things to do. Or, like, I just, I don't want to talk about this right now. When, when do you want to? It's never a good time to talk about your feelings. Well, really, the, the problem is and why it takes so long is I have to find the way to communicate nicely what's wrong. And when you ask me in a direct moment and I'm not feeling I'm not feeling the conversation, it's going to come out very rude, mean, and cutting. So I don't want to do that. It just takes it, it just takes a while for me to, to get Honestly, to the point where though, I can this, say what I truth. need to say I, nicely. I won't sit here and say like I'm completely fine when you're grumpy or whatever, but if you need to be blunt about how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way, I can't take that. Just preface it. Just be like, what I'm going to say may hurt your feelings or this is harsh, but it is my un these are my unfiltered feelings. And then you just say what you need to say. I can handle that, but I could I can't handle if you just like bite my head off before you tell me you're going to. Yeah, okay. Do it. I just need a little bit of a warning, and then I'll Got be fine. You. Yeah, but I I can deal with that. I think we'll we'll see if she can deal with this. I can definitely deal. We'll with see. It. Justin, I dish out stuff that maybe isn't all that. You know, I, we're we're pretty honest with each other because sometimes I tell people things we talk about, and they're like, "You talk to your husband about that." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> makes things a lot easier. Yeah, You know what I enjoyed about we had a conversation the other week about this was last week about sexual attraction to other people when you're married and how how that works. It's very strange. I it's like, you know, you get married and then all of a sudden you're just looking at people <laughs> like you're just you really are. But I was just like, I'm so grateful that I have this partner that we can really have an uh, open and honest conversation about this. And I'm not bottling it up because I think that that's when it's dangerous, when I'm secretly having these thoughts and these feelings. Yeah. Everyone who's married and who's in a relationship is married. having. Yeah, exactly. Because we're human beings. Um, Science. Right. So it's like, I'm so grateful that I uh, my relationship. It, 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 we're communicative enough 
to be able to talk about those things that are of real life, not even struggle, but just experience. And it, it makes us closer because it's yet again something we can share. Well, the most interesting thing about that conversation was when we discussed temptation in a relationship. And when we were celibate, I said it was so much easier not to get caught up into it or even acknowledge right. it. It's because it wasn't even on the table. Yeah, the door was closed. It was, it was not happening at all. And now... Yeah. Again, we've reintroduced sex back into our relationship. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh, okay, it, it's there. It's right there on the yeah. table. It's not something that you're abstaining from, that right. you're not participating in. Is that the door is open, but you've had to hire a bouncer because exactly. you can't let everybody through. Yeah, you can't let anybody through. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you got a new employee. Yeah, the, the door <laughs> the is business now. The door is open 24-7, and yes. you have a permanent bouncer who's like, nobody can come in right? <laughs> but right. my friends and my wife. Well, your friends can't come in to that door either. No, they can't. You're right. <laughs> yeah. They definitely There's can't one come. person walking through that door. but that's So the door is not open then. <laughs> right, but I think that more people would benefit from being honest about that conversation. But also it takes two people who are pretty sane because if you're dealing with a jealous person, <laughs> You know, they'll act like they're cool having that conversation oh, you got, you, and be like, you think he's looking at that girl? Yeah. You think she's looking at that guy? You know, you can't. So it's like, you, I guess it, it You got to know your, your partner. Yeah, you got to know your partner. But it's one of those two is that like it's science. You, you can't turn it, off attraction. It's no. not possible. I, I I've literally have no idea how to do it because you can't do it. As no. I told Joy, there's nothing that I'm constantly saying. I'm attracted to this person. It's like, wow, you're attractive. <laughs> and in, an internal reaction happens yeah. naturally. I it is what it is. I think if you turn it, you have to put it like that, an internal reaction happens. <laughs> but if you, I, I think if you actively try to suppress it, then that's when you mess up. I think those are the people who are out there like messing up. But if I sit here and tell you I'm in love with Trevor Noah, let's just say, and let's just say, let's just say I'm in love with Trevor. But I'm less likely to mess up with Trevor Noah. Like, you know, because it. you've accepted it and you and put I've it expressed out there. it. And then even if I ended up being like in a room with Trevor Noah, I'd feel weird knowing that you know about it. I'd be like, you know, trying to get my Mac on, but like seeing your face next to his like, oh, yeah, I know that you're into him, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it would just kind of ruin it for me. It's not fun when it's not a secret. <laughs> it sounds bad. Damn. It's not fun if it's not a secret. Damn. That's awful. I didn't mean it like that, but you you catch my But trick. you but you meant it like yeah. that. I don't know. Whatever. Dude. Well, now you guys know who Joy Celebrity Crush is. I don't have anyone like that that makes me go nuts. I've been very honest about my celebrity crushes. Yeah, you like, have. I'm excited no to one day have Trevor Noah on the show. He can't come here. It'll, it'll be a great no, time. No, literally, I cannot meet him. I would like to not meet him. I'm going to. And I, he's, like, funny, too. It's like when I met Shamar Moore, he was everything I wanted him to be. And I just, I can't. And the way he hugged me, you you saw that picture. Yep. Like, he was legitimately holding me. I feel like he knows the effect he has on women. So he just, he went for it. But, I mean, I was goo. So it's like, <laughs> I can't, I don't want to experience that with yet another celebrity crush. And I don't even think he would take advantage. But I think he would just be, like, really nice. And, like, probably funny and all the things that I don't need to witness in real life. Like, he just, he needs to be on the team. Well, I'll make sure I book him. You guys yeah. out there listening, you know him. Have him send us an email. We're gonna, or give us his email, and then we'll send him a, a nah. nice little letter. I'm like, yo, Trev, come nah, on the show nah, nah. And, and talk. So I could just sit here and laugh at Joy's reaction and trying to have I a would conversation just be with him. the whole time. That is so rude that you want to exploit <laughs> your wife's crush. Like, what is wrong with I'm you? I'm not exploiting. <laughs> I just think it's funny. 
Well, thank you guys again so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and share it with your friends. And if you have not written a review yet, make sure you go on iTunes and get that done. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.